Hey friends, welcome back to the Love Your People Well podcast. It is a beautiful morning here in South Carolina. I've got my nice cup of mostly still hot <laughs> cup of coffee in front of me. Uh, Y'all know I do not like the lukewarm coffee, so I might have to pause my recording at some point to go reheat it because hot cup of coffee is where it's at. Ah, but I'm sitting here enjoying the morning and I am so excited for our conversation today. In this episode, we are going to be talking about social media. And I bet that that is a topic that uh, you probably already have some strong opinions about, maybe even some strong emotions about. A lot of us tend to feel kind of a sense of, of guilt and unease about what social media looks like in our culture and how it even influences our own lives, our own families. But here's the thing about social media. It is a piece of technology, like everything else, like the television, like our laptop, like the radio, like the the printed book, like a pencil and a piece of paper. I mean, technology has been evolving throughout history. And every time there's a new piece of technology, there's opportunity for good and there's opportunity for bad. It all depends on how we use it and how we let it influence and shape our lives. And the thing about social media is that it has had a huge influence and it shapes many people's lives. So I'm excited to talk today about the good and the bad. How can we as Christians, as moms, we're trying to protect our family and engage in the world in a helpful and and maybe even fun way. How can we do all of that with what social media looks like today? So I am excited for this conversation. Go grab your own cup of lukewarm coffee, warm it up, and then pop in those earbuds and let's get started. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, I know that the conversation we're going to have today about social media is probably one that has already Uh, you've already thought about it, or at the very least, it's already been kind of rolling around in the back of your head. And a lot of us don't really feel totally comfortable with how we use social media. And especially as our kids get older, as they get their own pieces of technology, their tablets, or even their phones, as they one day get their own social media accounts, sometimes we start to feel even more uncomfortable because it's easier to see the impact it's having on someone else, someone we love, than it sometimes is to see in our own life. And so here's what we're going to look at today. We're going to talk about three areas where technology, specifically social media, impacts our lives. And we're going to look at the good and the bad within each of those areas, because the reality is social media is not all bad. It's not an evil piece of technology, although it has a lot of potential to have a negative impact on our lives. And so we're going to look at these three areas where it impacts us, even if you're not using it. The opportunity to use it and the choice not to has an impact on who you are and how your family lives. So we're going to look at these three areas and the good and the bad that social media can offer us within these three areas. And particularly, we're going to talk about that in the context of how it impacts us 
individually, our own mental health, our own emotional wellness, and we're going to look at how it impacts our people, our kids, our husbands, our friends. Now, of course, you can't control necessarily what everyone's doing. You might have some level of control over how your kids interact on social media, and you probably have no level of control over how your friends use social media. But we want to be realistic about the impact it can have and might be having today on yourself, but also your people, your interactions with the people you care about, and possibly the impact on them directly. So that is where we are going. That's the direction we're heading for today's conversation. Let me kick us off, though, with a quick disclaimer. I am a licensed therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. This is not personal or professional advice. Social media comes up all the time in the counseling room. And so I do have a lot of experience talking about this with people who are struggling with some aspect of how social media is impacting them or their relationships. And if you are in that place, please know that you are not alone, but let's not forget that this is not a uh, counseling relationship here. There is a link in the show notes if you're thinking about counseling, which might help you kind of think through how to get connected with a great counselor. And I want you, my friend, I want you to stick around till the end of today's episode because I actually have some really exciting news for our community and I am really excited to share it with you and to get more and more connected with you. But we can't go there until we've already thought through the good and the bad of social media. So let's dive in. The first way that social media impacts us, again, this is whether or not you even use social media, but it has opportunity, it impacts our expectations of ourselves. I don't know if you have noticed this when you personally are on social media, but what do we tend to see? Now, I'm particularly thinking about Facebook and Instagram, uh, but I know know, Snapchat and TikTok and If you're listening to this in the future right now, it's summer 2021, who knows what new social media platforms are going to be coming out in the next few months or certainly in the next few years. But I'm particularly thinking about Facebook and Instagram. These are the biggest, the most popular, they've been around the longest, and most of us either are on them today or we've been on them in the the past. So the impact social media has on our expectations of ourselves, there is There are ways where this can be good, this can be positive, healthy, and helpful for us, but there also are opportunities for our expectations of ourselves to be shaped in a negative, unhealthy, unhelpful direction. So let's talk about the good and the bad, about how social media impacts our expectations. And it's always more fun to start with the good, so that's where we're going to start. One of the great opportunities we have with social media is that we get to see a lot of examples of how other Christians live their life, how other Christians connect with the Lord, how other wives love their husbands, how other moms parent and care for and connect with their kids. We get to see a lot of examples on social media, and this can potentially really help our own creativity. I don't know about you, but when I when I became a mom, when I was pregnant, I spent a lot of time in Facebook groups of moms of triplets because I was having triplets and I didn't know anyone. I still don't know anyone. I'm trying to think about it. In my personal life, I didn't know anyone having triplets who had had that experience where I could sit down and, and have a conversation with them. And it was so helpful to connect with people in the Facebook world 
and get to set some realistic expectations for myself. Um, not to feel quite so overwhelmed by the idea of having triplets, let alone just the normal chaos of being a new mom. Am I ever going to sleep again? What if I don't bond with my kid? Like instantly, there's going to be three of them. They'll probably have time in the NICU. How's that going to impact our our relationship? And, you know, there's a lot of worries that were popping up in my mind. And I got to see examples through social media of how other moms had handled these exact same fears, worries, joys, excitements, dreams, and real life situations. And so one of the positive ways that social media can impact our expectations of ourselves as a Christian, a wife, or a mom, it gives us ideas and it can give us a sense of of normalcy. It can show us that, you know, hey, new mom, you're going to make it. And sometimes we do see examples that we walk away thinking, ooh, uh, I don't think that really fits with my values or, or how I am prioritizing being a mom or, or whatever it is that you're seeing an example of on social media, but that still gives us a chance to clarify our own thinking. And so some of the good in how our expectations can be shaped through social media is that we get to see examples that we can then reflect on. We get to have um, a boost in our own creativity. It gives us ideas if we're feeling stuck in our marriage. You know, we can go on social media and see some examples, some ideas of how other women have have invested their energy, their emotion, their words, their prayers in their marriages. And so this is one way where it actually can be a positive. We also see people on social media sometimes giving a lot of encouragement or sharing scripture, which again can remind us of truth and beauty and goodness. But let's think about the bad or at least the potential for bad when it comes to how social media impacts our expectations of ourselves. And um, I think this is what we often think of first, (laughs) at least when I work on these issues with women in the counseling room. Sometimes our expectations because of social media start to be unrealistic. We start comparing ourselves to other women. We're looking at the, the perfect pictures of their family vacation or their holiday celebration or whatever it might be. And we start thinking they are a better mom than I am. They are closer to the Lord than I am. And the thing is, a lot of times social media is not giving us, well, it's it's pretty much never giving us the full picture of what's going on. And so we can walk away sometimes if we're not intentional about how we use social media, we can walk away with unrealistic expectations of ourselves, of God, or of our people. I have worked with many wives in the counseling room who have unrealistic expectations of their husband in part because of what they've seen on social media. They see him making breakfast for them in bed and writing them love notes. And when their husband doesn't do that, or at least not with the regularity or or in the way that they would hope or expect, they wind up angry, disappointed, wondering if, you know, why did I even marry this guy? And that's not based on a realistic expectation. So we have to be intentional about how we use social media so that we are um, realistic about what does this, what picture does this paint for us of the world, of being a Christian, of, of being a part of a family. And we also can walk into the trap of presenting a fake face to the world through our own social media account. You know, we're only posting the cute pictures of our kids and we always make sure we get the right lighting for our selfies and 
And that's just, I mean, that's part of real life, but that's not the whole picture. And I'm not saying we need to, you know, put pictures out there of our bedhead in the morning when we first wake up. But some of us start to feel worse and worse and worse about our own real life, about how we look, about how our family operates, about our relationship with the Lord, because we're showing the world this pretty perfect version of life. But we know that behind the scenes, that's not the full picture. And sometimes that creates what in the counseling world we call cognitive dissonance. Like my my thoughts are not matching up with how I'm acting. I'm showing people my best side of myself, but at home I feel like all I see is the worst side of myself. And we can start to feel really uncomfortable, really guilty. We start questioning ourselves. And that is not a helpful direction for our thinking and our thought process. So in this first area, social media impacts our expectations of ourselves. On the good side, it can give us examples, creativity, ideas, encouragement. But on the bad side, it can sometimes lead us toward unrealistic expectations, comparisonitis, (laughs) we're comparing ourselves with other people, and we start to feel guilty or uneasy about presenting a fake face to the world, knowing what our real life looks like. And we're not being real. We're not being vulnerable and sharing that with people. Okay, the second area that I want us to consider is how social media impacts our mental health. And yes, this is connected with our expectations of ourselves, uh, but it is a little bit of a different category. And as a counselor, this is probably the thing I see most frequently. Women come into the counseling room struggling with loneliness, anxiety, depression, stress, grief, all, I mean, all sorts of issues. And all of these things can be impacted by social media. Now, certainly they are not always impacted. I'm not saying at all that social media directly causes anxiety or depression or or grief or things like this, but social media does impact our mental health. So let's start with the good, because there are ways where social media can help our mental health. It allows us to stay connected with people who matter to us. And there's a lot of research out there that shows when we feel emotionally connected with our family, with the people who are most important to us, the people who we would call our people, (laughs) when we are connected with them, we feel connected with them, that boosts our sense of safety and security. And of course, social media, if that's the only way that we're connected with these people, then we probably have some some struggles in that relationship that we need to address. But given how, how mobile our world is, social media can positively impact our own mental health and emotional wellness by boosting that sense of safety and security. We don't feel alone. Um, And that might be, again, with our family and the people who are most important to us. But that can also happen because social media connects us with like-minded people. And it's becoming weirder and weirder in our culture today to be a Christian, to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, You know, there's a number of things about our lifestyle choices which might make us feel disconnected from our community, the people we actually interact with at the grocery store or, or wherever we go. But social media provides a place where we can purposefully connect with people who get it. 
Um, that especially happens through hashtags on Instagram, hashtag Christian women, hashtag busy moms. You know, we can see encouragement and connect with people who are in a very similar situation or stage of life or who value or enjoy the same things as us. We can see that on Facebook groups. We can connect with like-minded people. It validates and normalizes the things about us that might feel weird or feel disconnected. And so that can be really helpful for our mental health. We are reminded, I'm not alone. I'm not a weirdo. (laughs) And these decisions that I'm making for myself and for my family, there is good in it. Now, of course, if if something you're interested in, you know, there probably is a Facebook group out there for how to cheat on your husband and not get caught. You know, I'm not saying that everything out there in the world of social media should be validated. Not everything is good. But I'm thinking about things like I'm in some triplet mom Facebook groups. That's a, a part of my life that not a lot of people can connect with. And so it's really helpful for me. It makes me feel less alone. It makes me feel more normal when I can connect through social media with moms in the same situation. We also can connect with people who enjoy the same things that we do. Um, Do you love Star Wars or you love the show The Office or whatever it might be? You love jogging. You can sometimes connect with people through social media when just wherever it is you happen to live, you're not around people who enjoy the same things. And that can be really enjoyable, refreshing and encouraging for us. But let's also be realistic about some of the bad side of how social media impacts our mental health. And I'm not going to like give you specific references here, but there is a lot of research around this. If you just Google it and look for news articles, you'll have no trouble finding stats and, and all the things. But the reality is social media tends to have a negative impact, um, particularly increasing issues of anxiety, depression and loneliness. And there's a lot of reasons for that, but the one that I would particularly highlight right now connects with the other things we're talking about. If we go on social media and walk away with some unrealistic expectations of ourselves, our family, we're feeling let down about our life because of what we see in other people's social media accounts, we are likely to feel more anxious, more depressed, more lonely. And so all of this is connected. But if you find yourself struggling with loneliness, anxiety, or depression, I would encourage you to maybe just give it a try to take a detox from social media. See if you go an entire week without getting on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever your thing is, you're not involved at all. Just try it out and see if you feel differently because this is the potential for a negative impact on our mental health. Okay, and then let's talk about the third area where social media has an impact on us. Um, And then after we talk about this one, oh, I have some exciting news (laughs) from for the Love Your People Well community. So stick around. Okay, number three, social media impacts our relationships. And again, this can be good. This can be bad. And even if you choose not to be on social media, that's still impacting your relationships because you're you're not connecting with people through social media for the good or the bad. Some of the good ways that social media helps our relationships, blesses our relationships, probably the biggest one that I have seen is that it helps us stay connected with people that we care about in a world that is increasingly mobile and disconnected. Family members move all over the country, really all over the world. 
And we can get disconnected really easily, but social media can help us avoid that. Um, For myself, I have siblings living all over the United States, and I can see pictures of their kids on social media. Now, do they send me text messages with pictures of their kids, and we FaceTime, and we have video calls, and I get to chat with their kids? Yes, all of that happens. But it's also fun to log onto Facebook and see, oh, they went to the zoo and here's these funny little pictures and I can enjoy them and I can reach out to my brother and say, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. We can connect with our people even though they are physically very far away. And so that is a great way that social media can bless and help our relationships. And the second thing I would highlight for the good of how social media impacts our relationships is that it can help us make friends and connect with people who we would otherwise have no interaction with. And this certainly impacts or links back to what I was talking about, about social media allowing us the chance to connect with like-minded people. We can make friends on social media who we would potentially, we will never meet them in a face-to-face, sit-down-for-coffee type of connection and relationship. But you can form great bonds and connections with people through a Facebook group or through Instagram, you know, whatever it might be. Um, Now, again, if those are all of your friendships and they're through social media, then there's probably a concern that you want to think about. We need face-to-face, I can give you a hug type of relationships. But we also have great opportunity through social media to connect with people who encourage us, who challenge us, who teach us, who light us up. And we can do that without ever having to actually be in the room together. But let's think about some of the potential negative impacts that social media has on our relationships. There are two big pieces that I would highlight here. One being that we tend to overestimate the quality and depth of our relationships because of social media. And you have probably had this experience. You're, you're scrolling through Facebook. You're seeing all the great pictures that your, of your friend's kids and their cute little antics. And you see that amazing cheesecake that they baked last night for their church group. And, you know, you're seeing all of this on social media. Um, you're hearing about their spiritual insight from the Lord. I was reading Psalms and, oh, my gosh, the Lord spoke to me and it was amazing. And that's great. That's not necessarily a bad thing. The problem is we sometimes, and I would even say we often, think that that connects us with the person. Um, And it does to a degree, but that other person does not know that we're seeing these pictures, that we're realizing this. It is very different to have that conversation with your friend sitting down to coffee or even through FaceTime. You know, you're looking at each other, but you're not physically together. That is a much deeper and richer friendship than simply looking through their social media feed and feeling like you know what's going on and like you're connected to them. And so sometimes we overestimate the depth of our relationships because we can see what's going on and hear what's going on through social media without actually having to talk to them. That is a problem. The second piece that I would highlight for the potential negative impact of social media on our relationships, this is the biggest one that I see come up in the counseling room, is that Oh gosh, it's, I mean, it's just, it's sad, but we have to talk about it. Social media is so frequently now cited in divorce proceedings and so frequently cited in parents bringing their kids into counseling because they're worried about them. Social media gives us opportunity to 
experience temptation that we might never experience in our day-to-day face-to-face life. And because it is more private and has the opportunity to be more secretive, people aren't necessarily seeing what we're doing or hearing what we're saying, it is easier to give in to that temptation. It's often right in front of our face all day long and nobody even knows about it. Now, of course, we can choose to share that with other people, um, but a lot of people don't. And the reality is social media has the potential to really hurt our relationships if we are not open and honest with our people about what's happening on social media. If your ex-boyfriend from high school, you know, way back in the day, oh, he was so cute, and he sends you a message on Facebook, tell your husband. I'm not saying you can't respond to it, you can't re-engage in a friendship together, but if you're doing that without your husband knowing, you are taking a step toward a potentially slippery slope. And so social media does have that potential impact on our relationships. It creates opportunity for new temptations. It's secretive and private, and it becomes easier for us to give in to those temptations. So friends, we have talked about three really important ways that social media impacts us. It impacts our expectations of ourselves. It impacts our mental health and it impacts our relationships. But in all of these areas, there is opportunity for good if we are intentional and purposeful about how we use social media. So for some people, it makes sense to just say, forget it, I'm off, I'm off Facebook, I'm off Instagram, I'm not going to use this technology because the bad outweighs the good or because I have already struggled in a certain way and I don't even want to risk it. That's fine. My husband refuses to be on social media because He is concerned about the negative impacts and the ways he has seen it hurt people that he cares about. However, I am on social media um, and you can tag, I mean, Facebook and Instagram, at least you can tag me. It's at love your people. Well, I enjoy the opportunity to connect with people. I enjoy the opportunity to, um, to kind of see what's going on in people's lives. And then I use that as a jumping off point to send a text or make a phone call or try to connect with them in a deeper way. And I really enjoy uh, being in groups of people who have similar experiences with me. I'm in a Facebook group now for Christian podcasters. I'm in the Triplet Mom Facebook group. There's a lot of places out there where I have found social media can be really helpful and encouraging for me, but I have to be intentional about how I use it. And with all of that in mind, that's why I'm so excited um, to announce a new, a new endeavor, a new opportunity for us here through Love Your People Well. I have started a Facebook group for our community. Um, you're, you'll see the link in the show notes. I hope that you will join. I'll talk about it a lot over the next few weeks in particular. My goal being, I want this to be a community. I know that I've started this podcast to bring encouragement and help and knowledge based on my experiences as a family therapist um, and my own just personal experiences. So I know that the Lord is using it in that way, but I don't want this to be one-sided. All of us have experiences, testimonies, prayers. We all have things that we can offer that will help other women who are trying to be the best moms, the best wives, the best Christians, the best versions of themselves that they can be. They're trying to be more and more like Jesus. And that happens best when we are in 
community together. And so that's why I'm starting this Facebook group. Now I'm going to be using the group. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to go live. Uh, my goal right now, my thinking is about once a month, go live, answer people's questions, do trainings or workshops, you know, dig into certain topics um, that can be more visual on Facebook than it can here on the podcast. And I think that'll be really helpful and fun. And I want to get to know you. I want us to get to know each other. I want us to lean into the positive sides of social media, to build relationships with like-minded women who encourage us, who pray for us, who challenge us. And of course, I personally will be taking a lead role in that. You know, it's my ministry and my Facebook group, and I would love for you to join me there. So friend, check out the link in the show notes and join us at the Love Your People Well Facebook group. We will be connecting and growing Um And I'm really excited to see what the Lord will do through this new venture. And I know right at the beginning, there's only going to be a few of us, but you know what? That's going to really help us get to know each other. It's going to give us a chance to be more real and more vulnerable. And I am excited. All right. So check out the link in the show notes, sign up, join, well, you don't sign up, (laughs) join the Facebook group. And the only other, uh, plug that I will make is that if you are, if you're listening to this conversation about social media and you're thinking, uh, I don't like the impact it's having on my life. I don't like where I'm at in my relationships with my family. We don't feel connected. We're just kind of absorbing ourselves in these things that are not helpful or healthy. There's also going to be a link in the show notes to sign up for the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. Now, that's not specifically social media related, but those are tools that will help you build your confidence and take action to move your family in a direction toward connection, toward intimacy, toward joy and peace and fun in your family relationships. So that is a great free resource for you that I don't want to forget to mention. All these links are in the show notes. So my friend, if you haven't done it yet, follow the Love Your People podcast on whatever podcast player you are using. And I am so excited to join you in the Facebook group. All right, hugs and blessings, my friend. Talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Love Your People Well.